What's up? This is episode one of Creative Banter, and I'm Madeline. I'm Heather. I'm Harley. And we're going to do a quick intro. I am a photographer in the North Texas area. I predominantly shoot seniors and couples. Um, I've grown up in the DFW area my whole life. I grew up in a small town with horses, but now I live 30 minutes outside of Dallas. And I just like, I'm a full-time photographer and I like to take portraits of people and that's why I became a full-time photographer. Um, I've never pursued anything else except for traveling. Well, we actually are all from North Texas. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm from California. Well, we all live in North Texas. That's true. Yes. We all live too. Yay. So, but, so yeah, I'm North Texas. I'm 30 minutes north of McKinney, Texas. You could probably say who you are. Oh, I'm Heather. <laughs> Heather is talking now. <laughs> well, it's going to be hard because there's two H's, too. I know. Yeah, that's true. But, so I'm Heather. I'm from Howe, Texas, if anyone knows where that is. And I, I specialize in seniors. I do some weddings, but, oh, and I have a bun in the oven. I'm mm-hmm. due with a baby. So once the baby's here, I probably won't do weddings anymore. But I grew up in California, moved out here in 2014, and I live on a farm. That's about it. <laughs> and I have a pregnancy brain. And you're obsessed with Harry Potter. Yes. We're all, we're all, all of us. I know. Your uh, turn. Okay. So I'm Harley. I am from Northern California in a really super small town called Quincy. And then I went to school in northern Nevada in Reno and moved actually to northern Texas about six months ago. We live in a town called, or north of a town called Bonham, which is up on the Oklahoma border. I shoot primarily weddings and families. And we have two dogs, and I'm really obsessed with them. <laughs> Very obsessed. What if you went to Chico State and we would have met we like have years met. ago? That's How crazy. weird is that? I was talking to um, one of my friends when I went back home and I was like, I was talking about the podcast and I was like, yeah, what are the odds? I was like, she went to Chico State. I was like, That's we're so the same weird. age. Like, I think you're a year older than I am or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm 27. Yeah, and I was like, we would have been there at the same time. It would have been so weird. It's so weird. And then you used to live in house. I know. So this is the weirdest. Okay. Our paths were totally meant to cross. So here's the thing. I grew up in this tiny country town called Howe. And it's an hour north of Dallas. And I have always lived around Howe. And then Heather moves from California to Howe. And I connect with her through Instagram because mm-hmm. you tagged Howe on Instagram. And I was like, who's tagging Howe? That's right. You're <laughs> yes. like, hey. I was like, oh, uh, what? It's, and like your work was so good, and I was like, "There's a really talented photographer from Howe." Like, and that was the before odds? anyone ever hung out together as yes. photographers. Yes, and that's, that's before right. like. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's just recently where people really talk about like where they're from and connect to other yeah. people in the industry. So I was like, "What the heck?" And then Harley and I met. Yeah, yeah. Creatives. Yes, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I live in this town called Bonham," and I'm like, "What the heck? Like Bonham is also out in the Boondocks near How." I thought I was the farthest person. Yeah, no, W. No, you win. You are seventy miles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> out there, and so like Harley and Heather grew up in a similar area as well, and moved yeah. to a similar area from California to Texas, and those the area they moved to is where I used to grow up, grow up in. So it's like. Yeah, so what the heck? And we're all like photographers around the same age. We all have grown up on farms or Yeah. So, um this is Harley speaking BT that. So <laughs> where I grew up is about an hour from where Heather went to college. college. 
So it's super weird. I used to go down there all the time. My best friend had family there. A different friend of mine went to school there. So it was super... Mm -hmm. Our paths were definitely meant to cross. It was meant to be, for sure. It's so cool. But anyway, now that you got a little bit of an intro, we just want to talk about why we created the podcast and um, just a little bit about creative business, basically. Um, we all wanted to create a podcast um, individually. And then when we started talking as a group, we were like, well, let's do this because we all want the same things. And we are always curious about how to improve our business and succeed and stay creative at the same time. Um, so I listen to podcasts all the time. I know Harley listens to like murder podcasts. I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and I listen to, um, actually my favorite radio show from Northern Nevada uploads all their, um, morning shows onto the podcast app. So I listen to them. Oh, that's genius. Oh, that's cool. I love them. They're great. Yeah. Rad and radio. I'm always listening to podcasts, whether it's entertainment or business help, or just motivational. So I find it really helpful to stay inspired. Um, it's like you can tune in at any moment of your day and then feel like you're in a classroom of other people and suddenly feel motivated or like you've developed a new idea that helps your business just because a podcast is running and it's free and accessible. It's, I was just to say it's a free outlet that is so yeah. rare. You can barely find stuff like that. It's and amazing. It's free and to learn. we also strongly believe in supporting other people's, particularly small businesses. So yeah. it's a really great way to support other businesses as well. Yes. So like, oh, do you listen to this podcast? And then your friends start listening and everyone loves it. Yep. And we all subscribe <laughs> and we learn from each other. And we want this to be a platform for people to learn from and grow with. Um, we're going to definitely bring on guest speakers. They can drop knowledge about what they do or what they've learned um that maybe like we're curious about or you're curious about and that we just want everyone to learn and grow and feel connected that's pretty important to us mm -hmm. it kind of all stemmed from the group the dw creatives yeah because it's such a fun way to meet other photographers and connect and learn from them and then the podcast kind of came well shoot this is a whole nother area that we can help photographers on exactly. a wider spectrum yeah. Yeah, DFW Creators is the second group that I've been a part of that's similar to that because when I was in northern Nevada in like the Reno, Tahoe, Truckee, great, like greater area, there's so many creatives. It's very like small business focused that area mm -hmm. is and so we all get together and hang out and talk about what it means to own a creative business and there's actually like there's a couple of podcasts like based specifically out of that area that are doing similar stuff to what we're mm -hmm. doing and I'm just like, this is so great. I love that. It's so good to have a connection and support. Um, I feel like there was there's just such a lack of that around here. And mm -hmm. personally, that's how I feel. So I really want to bridge that gap between being like an isolated entrepreneur to being Especially connected with to our a, age. Yes. I think when I moved to North Texas, oh, when I moved to Howe, it's a funny story. <laughs> I had a photographer reach out to me and I was so afraid. I'm like, am I in trouble? Like she asked who I was, where I was from, how long I've been here. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm here and working but it was so scary because she was older than me and so oh gosh I, I felt i feel like she maybe thought i was coming in on her territory competition because it's like that in these and with the older photographers it is competition it is. to them it absolutely is it's when i first decided that i was gonna make photography a business i remember reaching out to like photographer after photographer that i saw in the industry that was killing it and basically all of them told me to screw off yep. mm -hmm. until there was like one specific one yep. that I reached out to and he was like, 
okay, yeah, let's go get coffee, pick my brain, whatever you want. And he was actually one of the people who's really strongly facilitated in that area, the idea of um, community over competition, mm-hmm. or collaboration over competition, which is, I think, so important, for t- particularly for people that are in their early, yep. mid, late 20s that are trying to, that are really struggling to be creative-minded and run a business. And especially yep. if you're a full-time photographer, it's lonely. It's so it lonely. I mean, shoot, I look, if you look out our windows, pouring a right now, there's no one around. <laughs> Just acres of land. I myself half the time, and it's, it's so cubicle. lonely. And it's so lonely. It's just like, all I do is I'll edit, and I'll go to shoot. And then my husband, well, my husband's a firefighter, so that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gone half the time. Yep. So when you have a group to hang out with and connect with, even if you don't see him every day, you're still talking to somebody. Yep. And Knowing they're there, mm-hmm. that you can, like, you can DM them on Instagram, you can talk to them on Facebook, you can go to the events yep. and not feel like an outcast or awkward. I have been to the same boat. Yes, I have been to so many meetups in the DFW area, networking events, or just, like, photography meetups, and everyone that knows each other, they don't branch out and talk to anyone no, else. No, it's clicky. Yep. It's yeah. very clicky, and I get it. Like, it's just as scary to talk to new people when you have someone you know with you as it is to, to go up to someone and talk to them anyway. Yeah. But, like, it's also, if you want to network and grow your community and, like, grow your brand and, like, just be a supportive human, then you have to talk to people, well, and these people don't do it. I remember when I showed up to the first um, creative meetup, with you and it was at this coffee shop in Plano yep. and I was like I don't know anybody who's I like literally like messaged you was like I think I'm here oh yeah and, I you, that. and then you like look around and you stand up and you're like you're Harley right we're friends <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was like okay I love it <laughs> yes that's what I want because I have had so many experiences where I felt like such an awkward outcast and I'm like I don't like that feeling and we need, it's like having, yeah. you need co-working space, whether it's you're listening to people that are guest speaking on the podcast, you're going to events or whatever, you need that sense of community. That's really important. So I'm really glad we're starting this. Me too. I'm so excited. It's crazy because it's been in the works for a while now. I know. Yeah. Well, I remember that same like very first day that I came to the DFM Curators, I mentioned to Madeline, I was like, I really want to like start a podcast, but I don't know where to go. She goes, I want to start a podcast. And she goes, I know somebody else who wants yeah, to start a she podcast. Me. Yeah, I found a girl that wants to do it. I'm like, okay, I do. Like, yeah, it's like literally the first yeah. time we met. She was very excited. She was like, <laughs> her eyes just like, she was like, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was totally meant to happen. Um, let's talk real quick about um, just being creative in general. Because not everyone is um, a photographer, but many people tuning in are probably creative entrepreneurs or want to pursue that. Um, so let's just kind of talk about being creative and the ups and downs of that in general. I would say, I think running a business is an analytical thing and Mm -hmm. it makes you think in very structured ways and then being creative is very opposite of that. So finding the balance between letting your creativity flow, but while also like being business minded, I feel like finding that balance has been something I've struggled with the last year. It's I feel stressful. like at the expense of my creativity, I'm trying to improve my business and I don't so want so that. I'm actually in a very unique situation uh-huh. with that because I'm super, super creative minded and my head's like always like way up here in the clouds. But my partner in business and life, his name is Josiah, he, um, he's very like technical and he's very grounded. Yep. And so when I'm like, my head's way up in the clouds, he's like, okay, but how are you actually going to execute? Yes. How are we gonna actually make it happen? That's such a guy thing. Yes, it is. It's really, really great because when I'm like shooting weddings, because I'm shooting for weddings, um, he'll be like, 
he's the greatest at posing because I'll describe what I want it to look like, but I have I struggle really hard with actually posing people. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, okay, well to make it look like this, we can do this. And then he'll get it and it'll be perfect. Look at teamwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a he's really like my good, ideal like my yank. ideal business partner. I love that. And that's literally so our balanced. whole entire relationship in a nutshell is my head's way up here. And he's like can you think about things logically for like two seconds? So find you a partner, creative, <laughs> that can um, do that for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I have not. I haven't mastered. I just someone else. Yeah. No, teamwork is good. That's like why we are doing this together, though. Because when you have a team, it's way, yeah. way better. Because yeah. everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And can pull some weight. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. And when it comes to business and being creative, it, especially when you're full time, it's hard to separate the two. Because you're trying to be so focused on being successful in that business, you lose the time and the effort to be creative. Yes. So even during the slow months, I'll be like, okay, Heather, you're going to take two or three shoots with your senior models. It's a whole other story. Yeah. And I'll come up with fun styled shoots. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to reach out to this girl, see if she'll do this style shoot. And those keep me just inspired and yep. creative and fun. Because the business side can just be so depressing it can be oh it's just it's you down it's hard it's hard because you're a secretary mm-hmm. you're a, like you do data entry you are a marketer mm-hmm. you do um content creation and copy like we do everything yeah and then you have to be creative on top of that yep and to keep oh things my gosh. fresh and new and fun and yes because when you're just doing the same thing over and over again it's just you get in this rut yes so it's so hard you have to you don't want to lose yourself. And I, so I was at the retreat in Arizona last week, and a photographer said, what do y'all do? Do y'all ever do free shoots? Yes. And I was like, do yes. y'all free shoots? Because it keeps your creativity flowing. But you have to make sure they're for you. Yes. The person yeah. can't take over. That's, yes. That's where it gets difficult. Yeah. Yes. I, so, it's not that I do primarily weddings. I do a lot of wedding style shoots mm-hmm. because there's things oh, that so I, fun. there's things that I want to do, but that you, Inevitably, you never ever have time to do on an actual wedding day or, like, you mm-hmm. don't know how long it'll take to set up the shot. And so, styled shoots um, give you the opportunity to do that and also gives you the opportunity to network with other vendors. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, like, such a breath of fresh air when you, like, really get to is. do something styled yes. and you get to, like, get as creative as you want or you can take, you know, three minutes to frame to frame a shot a different way and then you're, like, actually, I like the first way that I did it better and you yep. get to really, like, experiment with your style and... The way you shoot and stuff like that, I think that's a really good way to... Yeah, it makes you a better photographer, not only for yeah. your clients, but it also gives brides an opportunity to see a style that they m- might have been looking for, but they didn't have a visual representation of it. They're yeah. like, I like what that photographer did, and I'm going to book her because I like that vision. And then you have all the vendors already listed. It's really beneficial. And I like to do a lot of collaborations with models because they pose themselves and teach me posing techniques that I can implement for non-models. Yeah. And they are really creative. They're super in tune to the creative side. So I bring that out into Mm -hmm. the people that maybe aren't creative on a daily basis. And another way that I stay creative is I do, like, I'll text my other friends who are creatives and be like, hey, I'm looking for a way to do this or I'm really struggling with creativity. And they'll, like, almost always I have a friend will be like, oh, have you tried doing this? Or, like, have you tried just... Going on a walk at sunset, like, go on a walk at sunset, bring your camera, get, get a, don't bring your phone, don't bring anything else, just bring your camera and go on a walk, and then get, that'll help you get, like, in tune with your creative side, and, unfortunate, 
to live on a 1500 acre ranch. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything like that. Yeah. I know. Maybe That's the best thing. When my husband and I were first dating, because he was more into, or he was actually really good at landscape photography. So it was a fun really? thing we would do is we're like, hey, let's go drive the back roads, just be your cameras and take pictures. And so I that was like a fun date. That. And was that in California? No, here. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, so you guys, cool. You guys started dating here? Yeah. Well, oh. so I lived in Dallas and he lived in Howe. Oh. Okay. And we met on Tinder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I met Josiah on Facebook. Really? I, yeah, I first friended him. <laughs> That's so funny. In like 2010. That's so hilarious. Cute. I love it. And so when I'd come up from Dallas, I'd bring my bow and my guns and my camera and be like, hey, let's just have a full on country day. That's so hang out. There's nothing like nature, too. Oh, like, I know. Nature resets. City. Yeah. Nature yeah. is such a therapeutic reset. I Yeah. And, like, another thing I'll do is, like, maybe um, switch it up and shoot film, a roll of film. It completely changes it. the way you shoot and mm -hmm. think. Or I watch, like, an old movie with, like, pretty colored film or something, and it makes me inspired. And shooting film forces you to get out of the, although I don't think any of us are, but get out of the automatic settings mindset. Because even, like... For someone who shoots manual all the time, I can look outside and have a pretty good gauge of what my setting should look yes. like, and then I'm not being as mindful of maybe getting creative light. That, like, yep. creating art via light instead of I'm just like, oh, this is what the exposure should be to mm -hmm. make it look good. But film is like a whole different ballgame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, so I'm reading this book called Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, and it's about how to um, think about being a creative. And, like, we have a really negative mindset about being artists. We think we have to be like these starving, depressed artists to create. And it's not true. And so she's like, let's alter the way we think about being a creative and stay inspired and think of our inspirations as these beautiful like things that happen to us. And she wrote a whole chapter on whenever you're feeling stunted, don't sit still, move. When mm -hmm. you're in movement, things happen. So if you're not feeling creative or you're feeling stressed, go for a walk. Because when you go for a walk when you're in movement, like energy flows to your mind or go do something. Don't think about photography. Like she picked up, she's a, she's a writer. She picked up gardening um, and she knew nothing about gardening, but she picked up gardening and then she was able to be inspired by doing that. And then she wrote a book later because she distracted herself by being, being a movement. Something else that one of my um, other photographer friends on Instagram posted, she posted um, a screenshot of her work, like, work day and it's got all like five or six different alarms set and it's um in the description and it's on my phone it says like wake up be grateful set intention her one for dinner time says serve has her boyfriend thing serve boyfriend dinner quality time and she has him um like set on her phone so that way it's like reminders to be intentional and to stay focused and so yes. i think that that's like a really great way to like mm -hmm. set like set yourself up for the yep. day like if I'm making dinner for my significant other, I that I should be like servicing them through making that meal and be like being grateful and being intentional and that because that shines through your work. Absolutely, that you do. Mm -hmm. I love that. I've been really focusing on more of intention, positivity, goal setting lately. I love it. It's really easy to let the time just go and let your negativity they take over. Fly by. Yeah. The I've never fly by. until running a business, I've never experienced time fly so yeah. fast. Cuz you're thinking 3 months in advance, 4 months in advance, a year in advance, you're setting goals for week by week, month by month. Yes. <laughs> 2019. Okay, Heather is holding up a planner. A 5-year planner. A 5 <laughs> I have a problem. year plan. But seriously, that's what running a business does. Yes. 
And then yeah, before you know it, it's been five years. It's insane. And it is. Every time we go to like set something up, she goes, wait a minute, I need to go grab my hair. <laughs> it's my brain. I call it my brain. Yes. Well, yeah. Your brain's taken up by pregnancy right now, so. Pregnancy oh brain. It's so bad. It's horrible. Well, and plus, when you're booking weddings, you need to know those dates in advance. Because I've had brides, like, hey, what do you have for 2021? I'm like, oh, shit. I yep. have nothing, so. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you. Like, might have a kid, might not. I don't know. <laughs> and, yeah, and now with the now baby coming, it's like, I need plans for Christmases and holidays yes. and my husband's fire department schedule. It's insane. So yeah. it's like my life and my business. We, I just need the five year planner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad Josiah's family is like so flexible about stuff. We're like oh, yeah. we're like two thousand miles away from my family, so we know when we plan those trips, it's gonna be in advance. But like his his dad, like literally two weeks ago, was like, I can come up for that weekend. that Harley's gonna be out of town, and now he's staying for a week and a half. Nice. <laughs> so, That's cool. Um, yeah, and they live about nine hours away. So yeah, yeah. I'm so glad he's here. That's but awesome. Yeah, and the other thing about being a business owner is you are your boss and employee. Like, there's no one else unless you have associates. So you get yeah. sick, you get hurt, family injury, like, it's up to you to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't call off work. No. If, <laughs> if your equipment breaks, you have to either find someone to lend you equipment, which they might be generous enough to do. You have to rent or you have to buy a new it's one. It's expensive. It's very expensive. I'm going to talk about credit cards right now. <laughs> Well, it's great. No one brought up <laughs> <laughs> Running a business is just, like, so expensive. It really is. It's, it's fun, though. But the payoff is, pay is worth it. We love what we do, we swear. <laughs> it's all, I know, it sounds like we're just bitching about stuff. We no, love, love what I do. <laughs> I, I mean, no one would go through, honestly, no one would go through being a business owner if they didn't love what they did. Because mm -hmm. it is that hard and overwhelming. It's got to be worth it. I wonder if Jeff Bezos loves, loves owning a business. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right is there anything that y'all want to bring up about podcasting creativity business i want to talk about my favorite talk about okay we have a question we have a really really important question harley yeah. what is your favorite curse word Yeah, so there is um, a skit, I believe, well, it couldn't have been an SNL skit because I can't say fuck on SNL, but there is a skit that Adam Sandler did at some point, and it's called Uses of the Word Fuck. It's hilarious. I haven't seen And that. everyone should listen to it. I don't, I've never seen the video of it, but it is so funny. Wait, they can't cuss on SNL? They can't say fuck on SNL. But can they say, like, shit? No. Really? Is it because it's family? It's because it's on cable. <laughs> Wait, you can't cuss on cable? There's, like, certain words you can or can't say. Like, you can say bitch. You can say ass. But you can't, like... I learned this from the radio show that I listen to, right? So you can say bitch on, like, on the radio and on, like, um... Anything that's, like, regulated by the FCC. Hmm. So you can't say, like, fuck. You can't say shit. You can't say... You can say... But you can say, like, boner. What? You can say dick, but... Who... Okay, I want to know who the panel that decides these words. Of people. Go look on the FCC website. Oh my god. I don't know if it's actually strictly outlined on there, but yeah, they have like really strict guidelines. Oh, that's um, so interesting. That's why you don't hear people, except for like HBO, because it's it's like a HBO is a subscription channel, so they can do whatever they want. That's why they can have like super gory and super yep. sexual stuff, but yep. like um, your regular TV show kind of just 
shows people like stumbling into a bedroom and then it cuts to the Yes, next it won't show anything. Yeah, that's why. It's like I Love Lucy where Ricky and Lucy had to sleep in separate beds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, that's my, yeah, fuck is my favorite word. <laughs> word. I say it a lot. Yeah, so fuck is also your favorite Yeah. Word. I don't know. I really don't cuss that much. You're the first one to drop a cuss word in this podcast today. That is hilarious. <laughs> it, I cuss really? all the time. Oh, I don't remember. Privacy <laughs> brain. Privacy <laughs> Yeah, you said Oh, shit is my favorite cuss word, but I don't think you it is a, a cuss word. Well, no, it's really not you that You can't bad. say it on the radio. So oh. That's hilarious. Okay, well, that would have to be. <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be my favorite thing. My favorite? Um, yeah. Okay. Unless I'm driving, that's a whole other story. Did you get road rage? In Texas? Oh my god, yeah. Okay. Oh, so they're Okay, so I just came back from my trip to Nevada, and I was like, you know, just because I'm like, I do here, and you drive a normal speed limit, you put it on your blinker, and in Nevada, you like have to like aggressively like shove your way into wherever you're going. Yes. And I'm like, that's like Houston. Guys. If you turn on your blinker, people cut you off. You're not like people in Houston don't use their blinkers. Yes, I almost got run over by a semi when we were in Austin. <gasps> we were getting off of the freeway, and the semi was in like the exit only lane, and they just like cut right over right in front. Yeah, of that's us. Texas. And it was like right where it was like after the like the lines to divide, they like barely missed the divider. It's so weird because people are like really reckless here, but also mm-hmm. all at the same time, there's a lot of generous drivers. Like if you go up northeast, like they will not like, wave you into their lane if you have your blinker on. But here you get a lot of that, but then you also get people, like, cutting across three lanes of traffic going I 95 wonder, miles per hour. I wonder if it's because, like, so I don't live in a big city. I live in a yeah. far, like, a, essentially, like, a ranching town. And so most of my driving is ranch. Yeah, and roads. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um all the way until I get into McKinney. I'm on, like, a, mm-hmm. a smaller highway. So yes. I wonder if that's why. Yeah. Dallas it's is the diverse. worst. It's, Yeah. Hartley and I drove in North Dallas yesterday, oh, yeah. and it was just so much fun. Oh, Five lanes of stop and go, crawling, awful. <laughs> exits, on ramps every other second. But we found a Taylor Swift song on the radio, so it was fine. But we only got to the end of it. That's true. Which was sad, because we never found another Taylor Swift the song. The whole album's a banger, so. It is. Go listen to it. I haven't <laughs> at all. <laughs> you haven't at all? No. Listen to Lover, if anything. It's if a, be- it's the a only most song beautiful, well-written, poetic song ever. It's and the bridge is amazing. It's great. I'll have to listen to it. It's, yeah. We're just obsessed with Taylor's design. <laughs> Alright, so we have another question. It's, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? What's if it's the, not check my phone, pee. <laughs> yeah. What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? I check my phone and then I'm like, how long can I go without getting out of bed? Because I have to pee. Yeah. And then I just like... So people are like, you're not supposed to wake up and check your phone, but like, honestly, I'm such an idiot in the mornings. Like, my brain does, it takes like an hour to wake up. Well, that's how I check the time, too. Yes. To check my phone. Oh, and so, so I've got my watch set up next to the bed, so oh. it's like an alarm clock, because when you tilt it, your Apple Watch on the side, it like goes into nightstand That's mode. cool. Oh, that when it's cool. on the charger, so that's, um. That's cool. I check the time. Um, this morning, I checked my phone very first thing. And I'm glad I did because I was running away. <laughs> yeah, because you missed your alarm. <laughs> I missed my alarm. Um, but normally I check the time on my watch and then I snuggle with my dogs. So yes. I usually make myself wake up 20 minutes earlier than I need to be up. So I, yep. let, I let the big dog on the bed. That's cute. I snuggle with him. I snuggle with my dog too. She likes to like do this long dog across the bed and then put her head like under my neck. And then like she wakes herself up by like shaking her head under my neck. That's very cute. And then she crawls across me. That's super cute. 
it's adorable. And I have to like read things in the morning for my brain to wake up. So I usually open up Facebook or Instagram and I just read things until things start making sense. Because I'll read things and they don't make sense at all. I'm still <laughs> dreaming. Um, and I keep books next to my bed for that exact purpose. Oh, I keep I keep books that are familiar. So I've got like three of the Harry Potter books on my nightstand and I've got Twilight on my nightstand because I've read those so many times. You just open it up. Open it up and I'm like, at what point are these words going to not just look, feel like mush in my brain? Yeah. And then I get up and I make coffee and then I usually check my phone. Are y'all morning people? Yeah. It's a pain. If I have something to do, I can be morning person, but if I don't... I will be in bed for as long as I can. So on days where I don't drive to first go to work. Yeah. Um, so I'm not getting home super late. So since I work until 9.30 and then I drive an hour and a half home. Um, on days where I'm not working, I'm usually up at like 6.30 or 7. Yep. And on days where I do work, I'm normally up at 9.30. Yep. Just not today, apparently. Mm. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, not um, in morning. I was supposed to be here at 10 o'clock to help to start recording and I woke up at 10.30 and it's a 40-minute drive from my house. 40? Yeah, 40 minutes. I mean, we were, we were wondering how far it was. That's far. It's because they're small yep. farm-to-market roads. Yep. Yeah. You have to keep turning on them. Oh my gosh. Some bullshit. You can only go, what, the max, like 65, 70? So, so on 121 for like the, you know, 20 miles that I'm on it is 75. Okay. And then I, turn on good. To, then I turn on to 11 and it's 65, but there was, um, construction. So it was single lane roads. So I had to like mm. sit and wait yeah. for days. So. Well, you made it. Here we are. We're talking. We're good. We're killing it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? So I have honestly no idea because I'm like living the dream as far as work right now. I mean, I wish I was a little closer to where I live, but, um, I'm like splitting my time between photography and working in a cheerleading gym, which is like my dream. So I have no idea. I'd like to think that this is what I'd be doing in any kind, in any form of the life that I have. Cause I feel so like happy and complete with splitting my time between photography and cheer stuff. That's so good. I just feel really I'm really it. glad that you're doing the two things you love. It's, I never thought I would want a coach because I don't particularly like kids, but... <laughs> you're never babysitting. <laughs> I don't want to babysit. Nose goes. I like kids once they're older than, like, toddler yeah. age, but... Um, uh, I love toddlers. They're terrifying. <laughs> um, but I never thought that I... I didn't know that I liked kids just fine until I started coaching. I was like oh, I don't want anything to do with anybody's kids at all. And then I got this job coaching at a gym in Nevada, and I was like, these kids are really great, and I love them, and they're excited to see me when I come in, and they give me big hugs, and they're so nice. And I truly get the best parts of working Mm -hmm. with kids because they're excited to come in, and it's just been really great. And you have two jobs, so you get to, like, you don't get drained by one. You bounce back and forth, which is really cool. What about you? What would you be doing? I feel like I'd be so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> because literally from high school on, I went straight into photography. Like, yep, same. I went to college for photography. And when oh, I went, yeah. when I was trying to decide what to major in, I was like, I have no idea because I literally hate and suck at math. Yep. History, I can't remember a damn thing because it's horrible. And science that has math in it so I can't do that either and I hate talking
in front of big groups of people. Like, oh, when I got married, I was yeah. so freaked out because people weren't even watching me. So I was like, I can never be a teacher. So I'm like, I literally can only be a photographer. I feel that. Not the talking and everything oh, else. Like, I, the I'm only so subjects I liked was, like, photojournalism and English. English, because I liked reading and writing. Yeah. I loved chemistry. I was good at that. I, I was interested in chemistry. I thought I understood it, and then I would test and get, like, a 75 and be like, yeah, so I don't get it. <laughs> I all three chemistry classes that I took, but then I flunked physics, so I was like, well, oh. there goes any career I have in chemistry. No science there. So if I wasn't a photographer, I'd probably just be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Or maybe an entrepreneur in another aspect. Me, yeah. Because, like, entrepreneurs I probably don't do that great in school, yeah. but are so good with a different type of mindset. They just don't want to be in I a I love a wedding planning, which I didn't think I was going to until I planned my own wedding. Yeah. So maybe I'd be I a wedding planner. I could see you doing that. I could see it. Yeah. I think you would be, like, a creative business owner in some, like, in yeah. Some yes. aspect. Yeah, I think that, too. I'd be a travel blogger or some type of nomadic person. Oh, for person. sure you would. I almost did that, yeah. too. Like, I almost so full-on cool. pursued that. But I just kept calling back to photography. And I just yeah. wanted to, like, not be away from my pets and my loved ones that much. That's a huge sacrifice for travelers. It really is. I have so much respect for people who are nomadic. Um, okay. How do you take your coffee? This one makes me laugh. Because... Heather. Before you were pregnant, how did you take Before your I was pregnant, I could drink any type of coffee. Anyway, I love every every type of coffee. And my husband, he will hand grind the beans and oh, pour over. Wow. It has to be like special beans. But I could literally order anything from a coffee I'm, place. Sorry, I'm laughing at your husband's special beans. No, that's a, <laughs> special beans. That's amazing. Yeah, but now it's freaking decaf. So... Um, I will. I will drink coffee in just about any form, but my favorite is with just like a shitload of pumpkin spice creamer. Ooh, October. very specifically pumpkin spice. Um, I will consume anything that is pumpkin spice. If you like told me you were more. like, this is chicken, but it's made with pumpkin spice sauce, I would be like, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> it it might be good. You never know. Oh my gosh. That's they like, have if like, instead of, like, chicken alfredo, it was pumpkin spice cheese sauce, I would try it. They have I'd so much it. pumpkin. Tr- like, it's such a trend now that, like, if you go to Target in October, it's like, there's pumpkin spice salsa, I'm pumpkin spice wine. for it. Okay, so some pumpkin, like, pumpkin beers are really good. And they are. I just finished my yeah. six pack with my sister of a pump. It was a pumpkin beer. I just do drip coffee with the milk because I'm boring <laughs> um, i love a good cappuccino at home i actually have um summer moon coffee and our coffee super super smooth they're mm. um a texas roastery summer moon that's so pretty there's one in downtown frisco and there's one in keller um, oh i've been there it's yeah. pretty it's a cute little white it's, coffee shop yeah it's cute um so i have their coffee because i love i've like slowly making my way through all of their roasts yeah because then all of them have been really really good um, so I'm just doing that in my, um, French press. I'm trying to cut down to one daily. cup of coffee a day. Good luck. I'm doing pretty good. Really? Yeah. I'm, this is my first cup of coffee. I'm working on, this, this is like so funny. I, I, it just sounds funny, but I'm working on using my positive energy to fuel like the rest of my day and not coffee. So I don't I crash. coffee off cold turkey. You oh. did. Cold turkey. You yeah. were second shooting a wedding for me in March. And yeah, I, I was getting us coffee, and you were like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm done. On, yep. You were like, I'm trying to get pregnant, so no coffee. And I was like, girl. And I was using, oh. Because it was like 40 degrees outside. It was and like 
Do you have to stop drinking coffee if you're trying to get pregnant? Does that mess with your it brain? helps. No, I just knew I would have horrible headaches if oh. I and you yeah. couldn't take any. You can't take any once you're pregnant, really, really. Yep. I mean, you could technically have a cup of coffee a day, but I feel like if I had a cup of coffee a day. I'd be like, oh, I'll just have one more. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fine. Okay. That cup of coffee's gonna be a venti. And some coffee's deal. really, really strong. Yes. It's like three cups in one, and it's yeah. hard to gauge, and it's mm. Yeah, so I just like drink tea, maybe. And do decaf. Yeah. Okay. And decaf still has a little bit of caffeine. It does. So it actually is enough to get you by if you and really, really want And if you really don't drink caffeine, caffeine at all, that decaf's like mm. It'll keep you awake. <laughs> I'm very excited for you to have real coffee again, because you're gonna have, like, one cup of coffee, and you're like, guys, you need to do this, and this, and this, and this. like you did cocaine or something. Uh... Probably not, though, because you're going to be a new mom, and you're going to be tired. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, who or what inspired you before you started doing what you were doing? Ansel Adams. Oh, <laughs> literally! Yeah. We had, and we had um, Ansel Adams uh, photos hanging in my house, and I was like, yeah. Aww. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was the first photographer. That I was, was like, oh, my God, I love this. And my dad was a sports editor for the newspaper in the town where I grew up. Cool. So he covered... Um, all the sports games, so that means he's also responsible for photographing them, which I don't know if that bigger newspapers, if that's what they do, but in our small, dinky town, that's what they did. Yep. And so I got to watch him shooting photos from, like, as far back as I can remember. Like, one of my very first memories was being, like, at a football game on a Friday night with him and my mom and having them having their press passes and shooting the game. Aww. That's, like, one of the first things, like, conscious memories that I have. That's so, so cool. I always knew I wanted to do stuff with cameras, but I didn't mm-hmm. know yeah. in what capacity I would be. That's cool. Yeah. Ancelotta's was huge for me yeah. as a kid. I, so I kind of started taking, this is, I don't know how to describe this. Okay, so when I was like four, I would sit in the backseat of my mom's car and look out the window and I'd make a rectangle with my hands. Like I would do this and look through it and make compositions with Stop my it. hands before I knew what cameras were. Because in my, in my mind, I was comp- composing paintings that I would paint. So, like, I was like, oh, that would make a really good painting, and I would compose things outside the window. Now, when do you paint? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know how to paint, so then I was like, but how do I execute this thing in my mind that I'm composing? And I was like, oh, photography. So, I was interested in photography, but I would say the person that really impacted me to pursue creative, like, creatively, was Andy Lubavitz. I have, there's a book that she um, wrote that has a bunch of I got to see her. She talked in Dallas like two years ago. Oh yeah, okay. And she does a master class. Yeah, now she does a master class. Yeah. yeah. Her work just like blew me away at, like growing up and then I would like get Teen Vogue magazines growing up and I would look at the mm-hmm. editorials and then I would like do my own editorials with you my notice, friends. I'm pretty sure that the the she did shot um Kim Kardashian, I think when she did her Vogue cover. I think that's when she shot her. And reading about um, the experience that Kim had, like, working with her was just, like, it was incredible. Yeah. And I was like, Annie is goals. Yes, absolutely. Cool. What about you? I think, so I started photography early, too, just playing with the camera when mm-hmm. I was little. And so when I got my senior pictures taken, I really reached out to that senior photographer, and I, like, picked her brain, asked her everything, Aww. and I told her, like, yeah. I want to be a photographer, and I think I want to do senior pictures. And so she was the one... That really kind of inspired me to go for it. And that was a... Oh, yeah. Monine Black. Monine Black? I'm pretty That's sure. A cool name. Isn't it cool? And now that you're a senior photographer, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a special... Like, if, have you had anyone, a senior, reach out to you like you did I've to her? I've had two of my senior models 
now kind of start their own like senior photography. Oh, isn't that cute? That's so great. Yeah, I love that. Aw, that's yeah. really cool. We're <laughs> every podcast we're gonna play a game of this or that, and this or that is you choose one thing or the other when it's listed out, and you have to answer it quickly, Sweet. and you don't get another option like yeah. death by shark or by <laughs> crash plane. Um, and we've Which we've one? got like a little jar full of. Yes. All right. So I'm going to pull these out, and then we're going to go in a circle and answer our this or that question. So, Harley. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. <laughs> yeah. Heather, introvert or extrovert? Introvert, for sure. Madeline, salty or sweet? Sweet. Harley, beach or mountains? Ooh. Can I just pick the state of Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, clever. Both. <laughs> Heather, wine or beer? What the heck? <laughs> you can't pull an organ. When I'm pregnant or not pregnant? When you're not pregnant. <laughs> when you're not pregnant. Oh, wine. Wine, okay. Yep. All right. Um, Madeline, tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? I have one tattoo. It's a you, fox. You do? Yeah. Where is it? It's on my hip. Oh. On my front hip. Do you have any I have one. It's on my side. It's an arrow. Oh, that's right. I have nine tattoos. Yes. I want more. Get more. Tattoos Maybe are cool. In the state of Texas, it is illegal to get tattoos and piercings while you're pregnant. Because of the needle yeah. infections, maybe? Infection. And I think just... I don't... Is it I think part of it is because your body changes so much when you're pregnant. So, yeah. like, it'll look one way... When you oh. get pierced or tattooed, and they could look a total other way. Yeah, that's true. You gain weight, yeah. so. Yeah. That's true. I say you little stomach stretches. Like you have not gained any weight at all, except for in your tummy. 17 pounds. All my butt and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where? Uh, that's yeah. amazing. Right. That's where I'd gain weight. Oh, Madeline. Cats or dogs? Wait, I think it's my turn. <laughs> Harley, Harley, cats or dogs? I can't answer that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say dogs, but mostly because I'm allergic to cats. Oh, that's right. I love, and I just love animals in general, but um, I'm very allergic to cats. But yeah, so that's a no for you. Hard pass. Yeah. yeah. Heather, glasses or contacts? I don't need either. I would wear glasses, though. I wear glasses. Contacts would be annoying. Oh, I don't like touching my eyeball, so yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be glasses. It's like, what if something gets in your eye? Oh. All right. Ooh. Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Llamas or alpacas? Alpacas. What's the biggest difference between the two? I don't even know the difference. Um, <laughs> their, their size, and generally, alpacas are nicer. They're also a little bit smaller. I have no oh, idea. Okay. That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. I'll ask you a question. I was like, who Harley. That? Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? NSYNC. Really? Well, yeah. All right, last one, Heather. Football or baseball? Oh, that's hard. Football. Yeah. 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 Baseball's fun to go to. Football's fun to watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would choose football. Because it's like the whole hype. It's like very October-esque to me, too. And it's Texas. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yep. Yup. All right. I guess that's like, we just kind of covered that's basic stuff. And episode one, that was a good... Basic stuff, random stuff. Yeah. We bantered. I'm very proud talked of our creativity. creativity. on track. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't. No, but that's the good thing about a podcast. It's like a real conversation, and people are just Uh listening in. That's great. All right, well, peace out, y'all, until our next episode. Do we want to shout out the Creative Banter? Oh, yeah, we really do need to do that. Shout Uh, out to our Instagram. 
So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, the website. It's all Creative Banter Podcast. Yep. Okay. That's easy. So yeah. we, and we've got a Twitter, an Instagram, and a Facebook page. Oh, and a Facebook page. Yes, and, and Facebook. And a YouTube. And a YouTube. Oh, we are recording. Right. <laughs> What's up? What? It's not awkward. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and we also would love for you to subscribe because that helps us out so much. We love it. And subscribe to our emails because we'll be sending out like updates per every podcast. And if you have any interest in being a guest on our podcast to talk about something that yes. you do that's creative, please shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. And just shoot us an email if you have questions, knowledge. Um, if you relate to something and you want to talk about it, totally email us. We would love your feedback. That's creative. The cre- or no, it's just creative banter podcast. Yeah, creativebanterpodcast at gmail.com. I said that way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out. Peace Bye. out.